What's up, Sassy Gamers? Today is July 29th, 2021, and I'm here with Brian, Bruno, and Kelly. What's up, guys? And this is Got Our Attention Podcast, Season 2, Episode 7. I mean, I can and start you guys playing heard it, right. it Takes Two right now, uh, but we'd probably get DMC, DMCA takedown. Um, yeah. As, some, as multiple people right before we start said, hit it! <laughs> yeah well hit the music hit it hit the music guess not he doesn't <laughs> want to he's just gonna not now what I mean like you can't just like just kick right into things you've got to like warm up the audience and talk yeah. and let's get them ready out. I did I has talked. it been let's, a week let's get the, has, has it been a week has it been Mike? a week I don't think so oh my I don't God. think it has no that's it not the talking we want to talk about because it's no. been a week you want to try that yeah. again since since you want to rush right into things <sighs> mr host what you am i try that again what am i doing what am i doing i, I already know, told yeah. you to hit the music it's i'll over. do it for you ding 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 <laughs> different <laughs> music definitely the wrong music <laughs> ah cheers to that one thanks so, yeah, it is uh, season seven or season two, episode seven. I've already jumped like, you know, seven See, that's years. That's why I was future. wondering why you're asking me to hit the music when you're like talking about the season and stuff. You're like that guy. Because I already said this has got our attention podcast. I already said it. Right. And no, that's, usually that's where Kelly's music. Corner. Where have you been the last two weeks? That's Kelly's Corner music. <laughs> I've got my own corner, man. No, I know. That's not the music I was referring to. But no, no, that music um, doesn't play here. Well, you could have played it. You could have done it. You have the capabilities. You played no, it earlier. I figured the, you were going to play it now. The the whole point is that that music starts and you say, what's up, sassy gamers at the end of that. Yeah, music. But so I wouldn't that's, that's, play that when you're you're, you're very that's confused. Why I, that's why I said after I talk, when are we going to play the music? And you were like, when you introduce, you'll the have bit. to just say it. And when I you, did. I said, play the music. <laughs> That you're you're terrible at oh, this. Oh man, Bruno, if, uh, Bruno, you want to be the new the, host? The ones that are listening, uh, he has played music for the stream. Like you guys don't hear it. I in the don't recording because he because plays it at the right place. But as Bruno, what are you talking about? It's in every recording. Watching Mike fail. It, it, it's. it's it, I feel like it's a staple of the podcast. Is the small <laughs> details. I that only he misses. fail because you guys are set up. You set me up to be failure. You, oh, you set, set yourself up to up. make fun and, and of And you also don't accept failing. responsibility. So, well, so, yeah. Well, yeah where's your that. accountability? So the music has here. existed in the recordings, both the audio and the video recording for longer than you guys could hear them live. It was only that you heard them live for the mm-hmm. first time the last two weeks. And the intro music is always before you, you start talking. you wouldn't have played the intro music before today's show, I wouldn't have thought that you were going to play that in the show. Yeah, the so intro music's never the You show. threw me off. You threw me off. I, ju- I just do so. Kelly's Corner. The news. And with that, the news we should fast. just move into Kelly's Corner. And with that, all right. <laughs> now that's how you introduce a bit. <laughs> Thanks, <Wow>. guys. <laughs> uh, We're off to says, the races yes. already. We are really good that's at on-air arguing. All right. Uh, for Kelly's Corner, I ran across a Vice article uh, that was talking about um, this private company called Nav Canada is basically responsible for all of the in-air stuff. Um, this one's for you, Bruno. Air, uh, uh, well, Trash. it wasn't intentionally for Bruno, but <laughs> um, so they uh, control all the towers and radar installations. Uh they have been withholding information about UFOs. It's, 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 when asked to provide information, they they say, no, we're a private company. We don't have to. We give it to the government, you know, Those for what we're dirty supposed bastards. to do. Yeah. Uh, so, but by law, um, all aircraft, if they see something weird, if they see something malicious in the sky, they have to report it to nav canada malicious. Uh, yeah malicious um wow. so some of the things that have been reported um are white flashing lights moving above sixty thousand feet zeiss he w- said every time he goes out and drinks at the bar <laughs> yeah yeah well <laughs> um every time. <clears throat> not every time uh, no, but, every time, yeah. uh 
the Nav Canada Tower staff um, saw some objects uh, that appeared to be moving too fast for any commercial aircraft, and it was one solid bright light. That instance actually delayed an Air Canada jazz flight. Um, they were waiting for the object uh, <clears throat> that was well to the of the aircraft. Air to- Canada jazz. Um, that <laughs> yeah. is not what delayed that flight. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> It's like Spirit Airlines. <laughs> I don't hate on Spirit. I like Spirit. So some of yeah. those planes are are not maintained even as well as Spirit Airlines planes. So believe me, what delayed Whoa. that flight was the missing wing that they had to attach before it took <laughs> off again. Well, and they, wow. they probably were like trying to like, you know, get the captain out of the bar as well. Yeah. yeah I mean, especially Spirit Airlines. I mean, what do you think they call it Spirit Airlines for? Because <laughs> they suck the soul out of you while you're flying with them. Yeah. Well, that and, the, and most of the crew is currently pickled from the amount of alcohol. I like spirit. Are you okay? You guys well, spirit. What are you, you going to say that you like Frontier next? I don't like Frontier, but I don't mind it. It's okay. I mean, it's it was Kelly here. who just taught me recently that the uh, lady from Delta is called Delta Lena on Delta online, Lena. which yeah. I didn't know. I knew about her. I, it was hilarious that when like I talked about her that Kelly immediately knew who I was talking American about. American Airlines. I, I American expected, Airlines is terrible. I expected uh, you to have better standards. But OK. <laughs> well, uh, moving on. Um, so uh, that it. Supposedly, then, I guess, delayed that one flight, um, waiting for the object to disappear into the distance, um, into the, the sunrise. Or, uh, oh, hey, you see that uh, flashing light over there, bud? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was, was terrible. The, there was a, was recent, a May 9th <laughs> incident where a Delta Airlines flight was going from Alaska to Minnesota, and they were asking Nav Canada, uh, hey, what's that thing that's flying above us? Um, hey, Bruno, can you say that? Can you can you be the guy that's asking the question? Say what, sir? Say say what Kelly's about to say. Okay. In, uh, What's that thing flying above us? It said they said they wanted to see what that thing flying above them and moving to the left and right was while they were over Saskatchewan. E. <laughs> I think you broke him. I think you- I did. <laughs> um, Bruno, are you still there? <laughs> Did I miss something? Are you guys? Are you guys trying to say something? We wanted something? you to say something. You, wanted, here, you were supposed it. to. You were supposed to be the Delta pl- uh, pilot yes. asking, "What's that thing flying above us that's well, moving left actually, to right you as we go over Saskatchewan?" You know what? You guys want me no, to be because you know what that that pilot was probably an American pilot there, but because they were flying from Alaska to Minnesota, so therefore Listen, I don't think. Here's the thing: if you're flying from Alaska <laughs> to Minnesota. It doesn't matter if you're American. You're probably already more Canadian than Canadians are, if we're, if we're being completely honest. Because if you're going to yeah. Minnesota or yeah. Wisconsin or anything, you're 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 uh, like an honorary Canuck at the very least. So he probably I, is like, oh, yeah, what's that? They're flying over top those mountains, eh? Well, that's that's pretty weird. But you guys you guys see that right there, right over there? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's a weird one. You know, you, somebody should somebody should tell him back at a. Back at base, that there's a what, what is that thing? What is that? Thing? Yo, buddy, take take a look out the the left one. You see that? You see that over there? Yeah. Ain't ain't that just something? Bruno just went from zero to seven hundred miles an hour in half a second. I don't know what you're talking about, bud. I'm talking the exact same way that I always do. Okay. So I'm gonna need you to just take a seat and uh, let this entire conversation just marinate on you for a second or two, okay? Uh, at least you aren't telling me all the signs have to be in <laughs> English and French. So, oh, what's, what's French? See, <laughs> uh, speaking like a true Canadian, we don't uh, we don't take too kindly to that kind of stuff around here, bud. All right, <laughs> pitter patter. Oh man, <clears throat> we're getting getting well, crazy. So that with that uh, so. Bruno's impression actually kind of does express the way it seems like Canada feels about UFOs because the United States has been very vocal about, okay, you know what? We do. We think they're real. And you know what? We're doing some research on it. And we're going to figure this out. We got our finger on the pulse. We're going to do it. And Canada's like, yeah, we, we, we've, we've got it. Thanks for letting us know. Yeah. That's it. 
There's a thing. I just they, don't think they care. It always comes back to yeah. this whole thing about people thinking Canadians are like really nice. But Canadians are just reserved. They just don't care to say mm. anything about anything. And yeah. they could probably watch a UFO land and be like, well, that's going to make our day a little bit more difficult, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Let's yeah. just ignore it for now until it actually becomes a problem. And then uh, we'll take her from there. Just uh, one foot forward at a time. And uh, when the time comes, we'll be ready or we won't. And it won't matter anyways. I might start crying. Oh. I I have a tear in my eye. Don't <laughs> shed any tears for UFOs, okay, bud? It's gonna be okay. You just uh, take a load off, relax a little bit. We're gonna make it through you, this all in so one piece, bud. Oh. <clears throat> don't you? Don't you even worry. Not for one a day. We're gonna have to do an entire podcast with you speaking with your Canadian you accent. See, the problem I think that, that was that a is, bet is, uh, we had before. Is eventually, if I use this accent for too long. I won't be able to shut it off for a while, and then my wife's going to get real upset because she's going to ask me to do something, <laughs> and I'd be like, no, listen up, upset. babe. It'll I'm be totally our fault. game for giving you a hand with that, but I'm going to need about 10 to 15 minutes to finish up with this video game that I'm playing. And she's going to be like, well, now, why in the hell are you talking like that? And I'm going to be like, I don't know. This is just how we talk. <laughs> why in the hell are you talking like that <laughs> now? <laughs> oh, Let's man. shut it off now, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> We're yeah, done. We're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Next. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you guys feel about UFOs? Though I wanted, I kind. Of, it's part of the reason why I brought this article up. I'm indifferent. Want to get all in all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like I they, mean, they probably exist. I yeah. think they exist. Yeah. Why not? You think they're really visiting us? I mean, I don't know if they're visiting. The fact that or we've seen here. it, but they haven't made contact, <laughs> makes me think it's more plausible. Because it means that they are, in fact, a more intelligent life form because they came mm. all the way here and they were like, we're not going to communicate with these idiots. We're just going <laughs> to yeah. look at them and then we've assessed them and we're going to leave, which proves that they would be an intelligent life form. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the but they keep coming comic. back. So well, that's well, you, you always want to watch trash reality TV, right? It's super popular. Think of it that <laughs> we're just the great day on the other side of the glass at the zoo. Yes. And they just keep Scrap coming great. by and looking and laughing at us. And then they'll show us magic tricks and we'll freak out at the magic trick and they'll laugh and they'll move on. Yeah. You know, I just like the comic where it's like the alien ships going by Earth and they're like, lock the doors. <laughs> <laughs> no, they go, lock uh, the doors. Lock the yeah. You can't say it loudly. My wife's super into the whole UFO conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. I also think that there's always a possibility. It's just like random government Mm. stuff that they just don't tell you because you know yeah. the rule of thumb is or the rule of thumb has always been to my knowledge that anything that the united states shows military wise is at least 10 years of obsolete. 30 yeah yeah like 30 so mm -hmm. if they're showing us jets that can break the sound barrier like five times over then they've probably got stuff that could go way faster than that we already sure. cracked this case we already talked about it they've replaced all the birds with drones. That's true. That's true. Oh man, it's funny. I, so that for everybody, anybody listening, that was a uh, conspiracy theory that I brought up last week on Gilly's Corner. Um, a couple weeks ago, that my husband and I were sitting outside. I think it was either yesterday or today, and it, there was a bird that was chirping that was like kind of gurgly, and I was like. That robotic bird needs its voice box replaced. We should. If you want to see something that is <laughs> a bird that is not robotic, that is confirmed not to be robotic, just look for some Canadian geese. There's no, no. way that any human can engineer something that truly <laughs> terrible. It's <laughs> yeah, true. It is awful. what it is. Spawned from the deepest depths of hell, created to torment the world. <laughs> Canadian geese, a national treasure. Yes. We saw we saw a uh, pigeon the other day too, and I was like, "Man, I think it's coming right up to me." And my wife was like, "Yeah, because it's 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 a drone." It was scanning <laughs> you, kind of like kind of like you scan people in uh, two to tango. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, man, that's all right. Great. <laughs> uh, chat saying that uh, they're all weather balloons. Yeah, I mean, if weather, weather balloons, balloons can move back and forth really fast, oh god, Bando, maybe. Maybe. It was half Anywhere. deflated and the wind was rushing across it and it looked like it was going across uh, uh, back and forth because the part that you saw was the reflection moving back and forth across the face of it. Oh, well, outsmarted again, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
You're right, Next oh God, Bando. A, we should do a Mike's <laughs> Corner where we just talk about math. That'd be great. Let's oh, do that. Oh, God. That, that would be... I mean, <laughs> you, you, you were handy in math the other night. Yes, you were. Because I was uh, had to, a lot to drink and was had a Brando's lot of people talking to me. So that's true. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Always, baby. Yeah. <clears throat> Always. All right. So the U.S. government is saying um, space tourists are not astronauts. Um, they Good. have uh, <laughs> the so the the qualifications um, are coming from the Federal Aviation Administration, and the FAA says the qualifications are um, to ha- uh, qual- to qualify for your FAA commercial space astronaut wings. You must one have the appropriate flight crew qualifications and training, have flown beyond 50 miles above the Earth on a licensed launch, and have demonstrated activities during flight that were either essential to public safety or contribute to human space flight safety. Two, your contribution to commercial human space flight merits special recognition. Yeah, honestly, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I completely agree. Because yeah. if Jeff Bezos walked around being like CEO, entrepreneur, astronaut, I'd be like, I mean, yeah. part of that word suits you, but not the entirety of it. You are <laughs> yeah. not in any shape or form an astronaut. Like, yeah. I think of astronaut, I think of somebody who goes up to space, stays there for a while, does like scientific studies, things that actually matter or not. Someone who's so rich that they could probably in like 10 years from now fly their entire yacht into space and retrofit it to like have a cruise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Awesome cruise. I'm, nah. I'm a little bitter. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> against gatekeeping, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I'll gatekeep this. I'll put a gate in space, go up there, and still not call myself an astronaut, and I'll keep it. <laughs> oh, I will keep it there. Um, uh, yes, okay, so uh, you know, so the super rich, rich people who are buying tickets definitely not going to be qualifying for... Um, becoming you know astronauts um and the article did reference uh you know how this is really going to be a huge blow to the egos of uh uh bezos and branson sorry guys yeah well they'll just have to dry their tears with their billions of dollars that they still have left after funding entire space programs out of their own pocket that's true i I believe uh I believe the term they used uh, for these rich people going to space is castronauts. Yes, castronauts. Yes, I definitely should have mentioned that. Thanks, thanks, Mike. They're called castronauts. They said the better term would be castronaut. All that money, money. And the last one I had for you is that there is a house in Texas. I think it's in Fort Worth. Um is super crazy it's going for a million dollars it looks like a house on the outside but when you start it, beautiful doors great windows when you take a look at the zillow pictures inside it looks like it was an office or something oh. uh yeah generators um like ceiling tiles stuff like that super crazy it's in an actual neighborhood. It's got real people living around it. Um, I mean, we were kind of talking a little bit before the podcast. We're like, what? Brian offered to buy it for the podcast. Um, we'd all have to move to Texas, but we could have some really amazing game nights there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to move to Texas. <laughs> no. I did say that was yeah. the unfortunate part is that yeah. it was in yeah. Dallas. Oh, like, like, I don't necessarily mind moving to Texas, yeah, no, no offense to anybody Dallas. Else in Texas. Yes, Dallas no offense is, to anyone in Texas. Dallas is I'm a little humid Texas. for me. Um, it's um, really humid here right now. Right? Yeah, yeah I, I don't like it here either. <laughs> I mean, to, to, to be fair, I don't like it where I live right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my, my main problem with the Dallas-Fort Worth area is just vast amounts of humidity and heat mm. more than anything else. Also, four wheeling is not really great there because there's not too much of the concept of public land. But yeah. that's because of the history of the state. And that's not really the people's fault. Four wheeling is definitely better here. There's plenty of places to go. <clears throat> not doing it. Not going to Texas. You're not doing it. You're not. You're not, not going to Texas. Go. Okay. 
You're not invited. So. You're you moving to Texas. Good. Sick. No. <laughs> All right, Mike's moving to Texas. Canadia. I'm going to Canada. <laughs> okay. Good luck. What's this roundabout about? <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Good luck, Mike. Thanks. Won't see you there. <laughs> well, with that, it's time to get into the news. <laughs> So official. Look how proud he was when he did that. He was like, <laughs> I did it. I was proud for I, you. I announced the bit. I, I leave <laughs> for one week and so much Look what happens. <laughs> um, like, yeah. What an intense intro. I was like, are we going to war? Like, do I need to yeah. grab my axe off the wall? Like, what? <laughs> this just in. Hey, again, I could always do the Southern Rock. <clears throat> oh, God. No. <laughs> No, stop. Don't that's, do that. That was so fun. Uh, oh, man. Wow. OK, so, well, at least we, yeah, we'll at least we started change. Uh, at least we started kind of happy when when we're jumping in and we're giving an update on uh, the uh, the terrible news that has been um, going out the last couple of weeks with the Activision Blizzard lawsuit. Real quick. I want to say a disclaimer. We are not going to spend a whole hour or so on this like we did last week. I know a lot of people. We could were, just talk about it for 15 minutes and not have to say that. Yeah. So we're anyway, going to do that. So, oh, my God. Like, stop explaining yes. everything. I just don't want people <laughs> to turn off the TV now because, like, oh, this again. Pff, we're out of here. Yeah. I, I mean, we were, we literally would have been about done by now. Uh, <laughs> just some quick updates since it is affecting so many people and it is something that you know is pretty important. Uh, so the employees did a walkout yesterday. Uh, a lead from Respawn also asked players to not play Blizzard products for July 28th. Uh, hope that went well. Um, I mean, there needs to be more messages to this company. Uh, th this company, and more importantly, from the C COO had said, hey, this is a baseless lawsuit, and this is based on like old things that happened at Blizzard a long time ago. And uh, the, the employees and former employees are saying no. In fact, 2,600 of them signed a petition saying like, this isn't right. Something needs to be done. And yes, this is still a thing. Uh, and it's, it's enough of a thing that, that there has been reports that they're actually going to remove things from World of Warcraft like names of some of the people who allegedly have been involved with the sexual discrimination of people. And like some of their names appear as NPCs in World of Warcraft, and they are apparently going to work through and scrub out <clears throat> disparaging. Uh, They've actually well, already started. Excellent. Yeah, That's, they're actively doing it. But like I, I wasn't here last week, but I'll try and speak on this quick. I think that this is a long time coming. Um, yeah, I've, oh, yeah. Uh, I think probably out of anybody here, I've, I've probably clocked more hours in Blizzard games, um, just in World of Warcraft alone. Um, I've played every expansion since, uh, Wrath of the Lich King to cap raided in all of them, um, done AOTC for the majority of the raids. Um, I've, I've just played so much of, like I played thousands of hours of Diablo. I made money off of Diablo, thousands of dollars off of the RMT shop, like, I've I've invested a lot of money into them and I've noticed something over the years is that they've become more and more disappointing in that they've almost become complacent as a company and where they used to care 10 years ago. They used to care a lot about the content they provided, the atmosphere they created. Now they're kind of just there for the money. And I think this this whole this entire scenario just proves that they don't care about their work environment anymore. They stopped caring about the quality of the content they were releasing. And I think it's really interesting because I feel like if you look at the games and look at how they've released games over the years, the quality of their content directly reflects how the company has reacted internally towards its own employees, where they've stopped caring about themselves as a community, just like they stopped caring about their community that plays their games. Um, mm. So I'm hoping that out of all of this, if anything else can come out of this <clears throat> and is good, it's that this sends a message to every other major corporation that's in the yes. gaming industry um, and it teaches them that you can't keep doing this. You have to be accountable for how your company acts and the content your company releases. And uh, 
and that the gaming community is done with this repetitive cycle of do wrong, BS apology, do some more wrong, BS another apology, and repeat, um, because it looks like it's not working this time. And if anything shows that, it's the numbers. Final Fantasy XIV did not get as big as it is just because of its own ability to create content. It became as big as it is because it did create content while the other major MMO in the industry, which is World of Warcraft, stagnated because the company stopped caring about its community and its people. Um, So I guess all I want to say is this is well overdue, and I'm glad that it's finally coming out, and I can only hope that Blizzard actually takes this seriously, or they completely fail and collapse in on themselves as they deserve to if they don't decide to adapt, evolve, and become the company that they should be instead of the company that they are. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, screw you, Blizzard. <laughs> well, the management of Blizzard. <clears throat> well, that's that's who represents everything right now. And obviously, the people beneath them don't get a say. So, Well, and I think that's why they signed the petition is because they, they don't said believe them. They yeah. don't. Well, and they don't represent them. Nope. They're like the, the comments that these people made don't represent our feelings and our values and, and what we believe in. It's always the same line that they tell, right? We are so enraged and upset by the things that have gone on beneath us. And it's like, well, it, what do you mean it was even you? worse this time because it they, you. it was even worse this time because they flat out said that it wasn't real. It was baseless. It was bureaucrats just trying to like, like blame them. And they, they made a statement that it was all literally false. So it was even worse. It wasn't even an apology. No, they know they don't apologize. They just avoid Apologize. They they express outrage without ever admitting fault, just like they did with their previous PR disaster, and before that, they they just it's, it's their mo. They just mm-hmm. they just say we are so angry that people do this stuff, but it's not us. It's never us, but we're angry nonetheless. It's like okay, cool. Go go make Overwatch three. <clears throat> Losers. Yeah. I'll play it when it comes out after Cyberpunk 2050,000. 2050,000? 2050,000. Is that what you said? I said that. The expansion that's going to fix it all. Stay tuned. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry. The UFOs will come and save us. Or just be laughing at us. Um, I don't know if you said the number. I couldn't remember. Did you actually say the number of how many employees signed? Yes, 2,600. Current and former employees. Yeah, so that's I mean, it's a big deal. That's, that's, it's, after, uh, that's after only days. Right. And obviously people are still going to be coming out and, and starting to sign things and start selling more things because there's a lot of stories that obviously are still being uncovered <laughs> um, as we progress with this. So anyway, that's your update for the Blizzard Activision story. Moving on to Xbox <clears throat> news. So we have a few things. Uh, so Xbox has actually announced that they're going to be doing for the seventh year in a row. Uh, their summer spotlight uh, for 2021. They're going to introduce 75 new games coming to Xbox. Uh, so uh, they have said uh, that basically they're going to be bringing over 25 new games this year, uh, releasing a whopping 75 titles between July 27th and September 6th. Uh, what's more, the Microsoft rewards and gift card combos uh, were so popular last year, they're going to be bringing those back, uh, along with some other um, popular sections in the Microsoft movies and TV. Um, as an added bonus, they said if you spend $50 on eligible titles, uh, you'll actually get 5,000 uh, Microsoft reward points and a $5 gift card. Uh, and they've also got some exclusive launch titles that are coming out as well. Uh, so starting with Death's Door, uh, that'll be available, I think, already, potentially. Uh I think this is already out today. Uh, and they also have the Ascent, which also dropped, I believe, today uh, in the Xbox Game Pass. So uh, if you go over to the Summer Spotlight, you can check out the titles that are coming. Uh, they'll be releasing the names of each of these games uh, per week, I believe. Uh, so currently this week, we've got uh, Christ Tales, uh, Splitgate, uh, Samurai Warrior 5, and Last Stop. Uh, and Last Stop, I think I talked about last week, and if I haven't, I've I can talk about it briefly again this week because I did play it, uh, but it's very fun. So it's uh, something to check out. So uh, other Xbox news, we actually have an Xbox announcement, which was put out. Uh, and it's unfortunately only those uh, who are in the UK will be able to uh, participate in this new Xbox announcement. Uh, but they have announced that they are making a new crossover uh 
called the Nexus Level Donut. I love it so much. So it's <laughs> it's quite so funny. Sad that it's in the UK only. Yeah, it's quite funny. They have like a little trailer for it, and it's like the lead designer, and she's like, you know, talking to the TV, like, you know, this is, you know, this is the next innovation of this thing, and blah 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 blah, and like the curves and the, you know, and they start showing like the normal Microsoft green like uh, neon lights as they kind of like you know product showcase this item, and then it eventually turns into this like round cylinder thing, and it's like, oh, it's it's a donut, so. <laughs> That is also the announcement for Xbox this week. This is amazing. All righty. Well, that is the news for this week, at least. And uh, give us just a few minutes here. Listen to a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be back to tell you what we've been playing and also our short news for this week. Hang tight. <laughs> We're going to get into what we've been playing this week. So I'll let uh, actually Phoenix and Daydrinker talk about the game of the moment this week, uh, and then we'll comment on it because they actually hosted this week. We actually did something uh, quite interesting. Um, they actually hosted both of them streaming at the same time on the channel. Uh, so it was actually dual video uh, so we could see both perspectives of this game, and I'll let them tell us. Probably tell us. It was your 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 game, your suggestion, Phoenix. You talk about it first, and then I'll just take over. No, uh, <laughs> I, I had the suggestion, but actually, I do want you to speak mm. about it first, there, Day Drinker, because it was yeah. such a new and interesting thing for you, and you, yes. you've got a good perspective on this. So it was an asymmetric game. It was the first asymmetric game I'd ever played. So there are two characters. One is uh, what's the game name? I don't think we've I'm mentioned it yet. <laughs> I'm sorry, Operation Tango. <laughs> there we go. That's probably helpful. Uh, one was a um, the hacker, and then the other was like the infiltrator. So you had you, what I saw as a hacker, and what Phoenix saw as the infiltrator. I may be using the wrong term there. Um, agent. Are, uh, the agent are completely different. So the agent, you're physically there in the office. You're trying to get into the elevator you're trying to avoid uh lasers stuff like that the hacker hears everything that's going on and what the hacker is seeing is computerized stuff it, the the graphics were amazing though it wasn't like you're just like sitting at a you know a surveillance console. cameras yeah, um, yeah. So some, sometimes vr simulated mm. like areas i mean yeah. it was pretty slick it was it was it was a lot of fun. It, it's all about communication. So at one point, you know, I, I started getting frustrated and trying to figure something out. And Phoenix goes, it, this is a communication game, Day Drinker. You, we got to communicate. And I'm like, use your words. Yes. So tell me right. what you see. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you like, seeing? Yeah. That's what I tell my child, too, is, you know, use mm -hmm. your words. Use your words. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. Got it from. <laughs> well, and, and, As a parent. And that's that's a lot of what this yes. is about, because you don't always see what the other person sees. Mm -hmm. And for instance, a lot of us as children have probably played a game called Code Breaker, something like that, where you got little uh, pegs that you put into certain holes. I think they're like white and red and and you only got like like six holes you put them in or something like that. And it's there's a screen in between. Almost think of like a, a battleship type scenario, but uh, it's ah, battleship. <laughs> But it that's but where you're putting the pegs yeah. is like your code and the other person has to mm. break the code. And what they do is they say, well, I think that there's, you know, pegs here, 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 here. And you have to say, well, OK, you've got X amount in the right position and the right peg. But you've got these other ones, the, the right pegs in the wrong positions are just completely wrong. And, you know, there's different variations of the game. And that was one of many puzzles that we had mm -hmm. to do but the yeah. in very much like code breaker i couldn't see the other side but different from code breaker is i didn't really know what the rules were i only knew my side uh or, or in this case i had the code it was zeros and ones and i knew that day drinker all she couldn't see mm -hmm. what i was doing at all all she knew mm -hmm. was this stuff was coming up on the screen saying yeah. Well, you got two in the correct position and two in the incorrect position. She goes, I yeah. have no clue what this means. I have, I have no idea what's going on. 
because yeah. she doesn't see me doing the zeros mm. and ones. So I get to tell her what's going on. Like I got zeros yeah. and ones and I'm like talking through it with her and painting this picture. Uh, it's first person perspective for both characters, although the hacker it, it, and even sometimes the agent, it's a little bit different where you're in these virtual worlds. Uh, it's a, an online two player game. I think one of the exciting things about it is you can get it for about $15 on Steam. And if you've got a regular person you play with, only one of you has to buy it. The other one can actually download the free friend pass and join and play the full game. Not like a subset, not like X amount of missions. Uh, your friend gets to play for free. And that's a neat little thing about it. It's yeah. the graphics are kind of stylized, kind of 70 ish. But at the same time, it's like future tech and it's like, you know, 2036 or something like that. There's there's a uh, smart glasses, uh, day drinker pulled up the old phrase of glass hole glass several holes. times, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is very accurate. Uh, there's literally people sitting around and they're in their own world and they're like swiping things or they're typing like on a virtual keyboard on their arm and you're right in front of them. They just can't see you, which kind of works for the game because it's they're just simply NPCs mm -hmm. and they're not supposed to react to you anyway. So it makes the programming easier, I guess. But it fits the story. Um, we only went through about three and a half missions, and I don't think we saw a puzzle repeat twice. Right. It's not all some of the puzzles. I want to make a point of that. Well, the point I was going to make is so they played through one of the missions, the first one. It's I don't know if it was the first mission, but whatever the first one they showed us, uh, it kind of reminded me of a game called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a game that you can buy on Steam or even on your phone, I think, at some point. Uh, you can play it VR or wherever. Um, I'm not trying to get into that much detail, but the point is in that game, uh, one person sits in front of a bomb uh, that has all kinds of different sides and all these different little puzzles that go with it. Uh, and then the other people uh, who are the like the people in the van have a binder. Literally, you can print out like the actual PDF and actually have a binder with all the pages of like the manual of the bomb. So like you have to look through and like figure it out. So I was like, yeah, this seems a lot like that, except it's more interactive because both people have a computer and able to play the game in front of it and very much so thought that until we saw more missions. And yeah. Then the cool thing too, is you can actually switch. So after you finish a mission, we we swapped and I was the agent and Phoenix was the hacker. And then we could see the other perspective mm -hmm. um, and then played the other missions from the other perspective. I'm like, oh, that's what you were saying. Whoa. Yeah. And, and to, uh, to finish off what uh, Zycia was uh, uh, setting up there is that while the thing he saw on the later half of that mission was very much keep talking and no one explodes, that was the only section that was like that. There were other sections yeah. that are much more physical where mm -hmm. uh, day drinkers like, oh, I hacked the, uh, like as the agent, I like log into this panel and I can see that there's two electrical panels over here that are going to open this door. So you need to move the turret laser and shoot those two panels. And she has, I can't see them. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm looking through the camera and I can't see, I can just see the wall and I can see her. And she's like, I'm standing right here. Now you see where I'm, my feet are now. Don't shoot me. Don't, don't shoot, shoot me. me yet. Except that but, didn't work every time. Well, it won't. Yeah, I was going to say the reason she said that was because someone did shoot her. There's actually an achievement for doing that. Um, mm -hmm. And and she'd be it's like, like, it's at my feet kitty. and I'm going to move out of the way and shoot at my feet. And then and then and then I shot there and it missed. And she goes, no, up. And I shoot. And she goes, no, down, no, up, no, down, left. No, no. <laughs> it was quite amusing as she's trying to direct me. And then other puzzles are like in a VR kind of environment where there's these floating cubes and you walk from section to section. They've got these, you know, little paths. And it was interesting because the hacker sees, or, or at least one side just sees this top down map of rooms. Mm -hmm. Like you have to go South and you have to go yeah. South and I'm trying to get you to this green room. So it's going to be South, South, East, East, North, East, East. And we're there. Right. And like, it's super easy. And you tell the person, OK, now go straight forward. And they go straight forward and you see them move on the map. And you're like, OK, now turn 90 degrees to your left and then go straight forward. And then they do that and they went right back up the way they came from. And you're like, 
He's what? Like, Where are you going? I, I didn't I say 180 left. degrees. <laughs> I said 90 degrees. And it took us a couple of times mm. and actually resetting it a couple of times of like, oh, they're being sneaky. Every time you mm. move from room to room, from your perspective, they change which way you're facing. And yeah. so every puzzle that we saw was a different type of puzzle. It took different skills. It wasn't yeah. some some had math, some were quick thinking, some were like just working through what the logic of that thing was. Um, some of them were like, keep talking, no one explodes. And other ones were just plain old. Um, hey, look for clues in these employee files yeah. and figure out how to get to the next floor. And sometimes it's like, you're going to do your thing. I'm going to just see what this elevator thing is about. I'm going to I'm going to go up here and I'm just going to click on random stuff. There was a PC uh, as the agent that Phoenix was at. And he was the very first mission, first or second mission. Second. uh, Your second mission, you're in a call center. You become like a call center agent who came to work very, very early which never happens. So we're clear. Um, so he's at the PC and just like reading, wow. it's very detailed. Uh, um, it's got, you know, real world things. I think one of the things that we saw in the, the PC was like this communication between the call center agent and uh, the person calling him. They're like, these glasses are crap. They don't even work. I don't even see anything. And the call center agent says, have you turned them on? You know, so um, yeah. there's a lot of humor in it. There's um, a lot of a lot more detail than I expected there to be. Um, it, it was I, I really look forward to finishing the game. Yeah, and it looked really too. neat. I, yeah. I didn't get to play it necessarily yet, but uh, I'm definitely intrigued. I definitely mm-hmm. want yeah, to play it and for 15 bucks. We should, and we should do that up, Mike. All right. The dream do team. It so we can we'll do the dream team. Yeah, we're going to do it faster, better. Stronger than you guys. Well, you already had a leg up because you already saw us playing it. So uh, I'll be Clank. You can be Ratchet. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna create a new game, new levels for just the game, so we can play the new levels. So probably the last thing I want to say about it is, it, I love the art style. I love the music. Mm. It's, I yeah. love I love the whole aesthetics. I love the gameplay. I love all these cool puzzles. I love the interactivity. I love the the co op. I, those it's all great. It, and I love the fact that you can play both sides and see something mm-hmm. completely different. What I'm concerned about is the overall replayability. Now I'm not mm. super concerned. I've already gotten $15 worth of amusement out <laughs> yeah. of this. That's mm-hmm. for sure it is it is worth the price of admission. No doubt. I'm just concerned that, you know, it, it's going to be, we've talked about it before. Phasmophobia has got a lot of replayability because mm-hmm. what they decided to randomize and then other games that we have played that are similar to phasmophobia didn't have that type of replayability because once you solved the puzzle for that, it was then just an RNG game and you, you kind of yeah. knew what you needed to do. And it wasn't all that much new unless you brought someone new into it. Um, it looked like there might have been some hints of replayability because there were like floors in sections and rooms that were locked up off on one of the levels. Mm. And it looked like maybe we could come back and unlock them later, but I don't have that for proof yet. Or it could just yeah. be that they just have them locked off and you could never access them. So yeah. we'll see about that. I, I we'll, we'll report. I back. enjoy the shit out of this game, though. It's yeah. fun. It is a blast. It really is a blast. And and you one i don't want to play with mike because i don't think mike i think mike would get way too frustrated with me i really enjoyed playing with you brian because and i will totally play with bruno but (laughs) like like once you finish a mission yeah just you man (laughs) i'll play with you i mean if you're not gonna be a jerk about it i'm never a jerk you're always a jerk um It was like once you finish a mission and you're like, hell yeah, we did it. You're like, yeah, yeah. It was like rewarding, you know, Mm -hmm. and you you had this camaraderie and you're like, we did it together. You know, it wasn't like somebody carries the team because both parts are equally weighted. You like carry me. Yeah, you can't. You got to pull your weight, man. Oh, you're talking about the game. (laughs) Okay. So that's Operation Tango, $15 on Steam or $16 on Steam. uh, But yeah, uh, and it's also on Xbox. 
Uh, it was one of the free games given away on PlayStation Plus uh, like about two months ago. Um, if you if you happen to pick it up free on PlayStation, do yourself a favor. Go out mm, and play it. Even definitely. with a rando. Fun. Yes, yes, yes. Just make so sure I, you do have to communicate via voice. Mm-hmm. You can't communicate via text. So just keep that in mind. Good point. So I didn't play anything new necessarily this week. I'm still playing some Knockout City. Uh, I actually learned a, a couple things like me and uh, my brother have been playing and uh, we were noticing they kept saying, like, use the curve and, you know, spin the ball. And we're like, how do we do that? And so we figured that out and we're like, oh, my God, this changes the game. Um, so along with that and then passing, like we we're just getting getting a lot better. So that's been a lot more entertaining. And then uh, other than that, I've been playing still last stop. Um, continuing through, I think the second, I think I've beat the second chapter now. I'm going on to chapter three. Uh, it is getting more interesting as it goes on, as it progresses. So I definitely would say check it out. It's a it's a neat story game. Um, so check that one out. And I think that's all I have. Uh, any of you guys have anything else? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, really quick on the Knockout City. I mean, the more and more that I haven't played it, but the more and more you talk about it, the more and more I hear is it's almost like this year's Rocket League. It's funny you say that. I've been playing league mode and we're ranking up. <laughs> it's very much so that same style of competitiveness. It's uh, it's it has that same. It doesn't have the exact same magic uh, that I would say like Rocket League has, um, but it does have uh, a level of of excitement when you're playing that it gives you that when you do win, uh, it does feel like a, like an actual like thing that you had to like achieve you know so it's it's fun for me i've been playing uh well i was already playing aeon which i told you guys about when we had the um <clears throat> candies catastrophe <laughs> candies with a c a c you hear that everybody including youtube with a c flag us Anyways, I'm still playing that. I've reached end game. I'm level cap. It's it's Aeon Classic, so it's the version from 2009, so it's ridiculously grindy. But I'm at end game. I have all my stuff, and sorry to get worn out on it. So I went back to something I played a demo of, and I talked a bit on here, which is Swords of Legends Online, which uh, we actually briefly discussed in a story I think once before, uh, probably almost eight months ago. I think Brian mentioned it as the top. MMORPG in Asia. Um, and it finally released in North America and the EU, brought by Game Forge. That game has so much stuff in it. I didn't realize how much it had in it. I played like the, the the demo and it let me go to level 14 and now I'm playing the actual full game. It's wild to me to be playing two MMOs at the same time, one of them from 2009 and one of them modern. And just see the difference. There's like everything wow. in that game. Like I'm I'm level I'm not even I'm not even in the tutorial yet. The tutorial is like level 45, like beginner, and then you finally become a student and you can like prestige to level. I'm still in the tutorial. I've done three different dungeons solo. I've done like a team thing. There's like bounties, there's a housing system, your guild, which is called an alliance there. You can have like a bunch of islands next to each other where you can like gather from each other's islands to do crafting so like everybody can build their own crazy customized houses and then you could visit your clan oh wait houses. you said build yeah like oh. you, they give you like little pieces and you like actually get to <laughs> design your house and up. put things together so like, <laughs> you, can put, like you can make like farms and stuff for gathering items oh from what I've been told okay to. farms houses so, like, farms okay like check, it's crazy check. there's so much stuff in it <laughs> is there is there wood is there wood <laughs> there is wood you can gather wood but it comes from like nodes but like the, oh, the game man. has just so much and I feel like I've, I've just scratched the surface of it now. I've maybe put like five hours, six hours into it, which is very little for me when it comes Let to go look this game up. Here. Um, but yeah, I'm Let's having uh, as a, as someone who uh, I consider a very good friend of mine would say I'm having a blasty blast with it. <laughs> um, so I'm excited. I'm going to play more of that. And then maybe a couple weeks from now to like a month, I'll come back and I'll, I'll give you my updated statement on what I think it is from when you're at Endgame with like everything completed. Cool. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's uh, I'll have to take a look at this one later. 
I totally didn't buy the hundred dollar collector's edition. But I okay, I just saw that it had. I saw that it was on there, but oh, there's I'm like glad you there's didn't. also crazy enough. There's no pay to win in this game that I can find. Like their entire cash shop, oh, they were like, cool. "We're not going to do pay to win," and everyone was like, "Yeah, okay, sure." Asian <laughs> MMORPG, no pay to win. We believe you. And then they released the cash shop, and it's like, these are all cosmetic oh. items, and they're like, "Yeah, what did we tell you? There's no pay to win. You just you just look cool. Just you pay to look even more cool." So, That's pretty awesome. I wish nice. more companies would do that. More, more game studios. <clears throat> hit me up all right well that's what we played this week so uh with that i guess we'll get into our short attention news Mm. bruno looks weird he does look weird (laughs) question is does he sound weird i don't think i sound weird do i sound weird i guess he always sounds weird oh no he may have disappeared he's back well that was fun all of my graphics drivers just crashed computers suck so (laughs) short attention news (laughs) oh this is difficult (laughs) i actually love what's happening right now (laughs) It's all actually uh, all the mics. uh, Okay, so our first story based on (laughs) what I remember. Oh, my goodness. Everything's broken. Speaking of video cards, Uh, Gundam video card goes far, far away. (laughs) So there's a Gundam themed 3080 graphics card that was released that I very much actually wanted. Um, It's like a limited edition made 3080 GPU. And uh, yeah, some people posted that they're using it to mine Bitcoin because the world is an awful place. (laughs) The worst kind of place filled with terrible humans that care nothing for the sanctity of Gundam. And um, to those people, I hope they catch fire and your Bitcoin wallet gets deleted. You terrible, terrible humans. May all of your computers rest in pieces at the bottom of the fiery hellscape that is the destroyed building that you house them in. But don't die. I don't want you to die. I just want you to suffer by watching the destruction that is the warehouse you Bitcoin farmed in. You bastards. Says the guy who has a whole thing of Gundam sitting behind him in a shelf. All built. That's why Very I said angry. It. I'm surprised you used the last eight I seconds. I loved that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, all right. Uh, the Dutch queen of... Um, uh, sorry, the Dutch queen, Maxima, I may be mispronouncing her name, um, uh, uh, teamed up with a small robot. I'm quoting straight from the article um, to unveil the steel 3D printed pedestrian bridge that goes over a canal to the red light district or is in the heart of the red light district. It's a pretty amazing looking bridge. If you guys want to check it out, I love 3D printed stuff. Um, it was printed with this brand new technique or newish technique um, called wire and arc additive manufacturing. So it combines the welding and robotics together. Uh, It's a six ton bridge and they're going to be using sensors um, to to see how the the bridge is keeping up. Um, But the old bridge is currently in the process of being uh, renovated. So that's why they replace the bridge so it didn't say whether or not this bridge would eventually be uh permanent but they wanted to bring amsterdam's already so amazing and beautiful and art is such a huge part of that culture uh wanted to they wanted to bring some art to the red light district and hopefully like revamp the red light district as well Hmm. all right so Fans of Aliens, uh, we've talked about the new game that's going to be coming out. Uh, it's a three-person uh, co-op game called Aliens Fireteam. Uh, so they actually had uh, a group of guys from GameSpot that actually were able to test it, and they gave some in, uh, interesting points of what they found. Uh, overall, the the review of their gameplay they did for a few missions uh, was actually fairly well. Uh, they said uh, parts of the game... 
uh, feels, uh, feel very similar to like a Left 4 Dead, uh, where there's hordes of aliens coming and you have to kind of just bunker down and really just either, you know, get ambushed at times or even try to prepare an ambush uh, and all those things like that. Um, so it is, like I said, three players. So there's actually three different classes uh, from what they could find. There's a gunner, uh, there's a demolition and there's technicians. Uh, the gunners are very much sort of like the, the character Hicks. Uh, demolitions uh, can do smart guns. The technicians also do close quarter combat. Uh, and there's also, um, like I said, multiple missions at this point and uh, multiple guns and different things like that. So, so far, they're, they're, uh, the main feel of the game does capture the actual 19, um, excuse me, 1986 film uh, Aliens, like the ones with the actual Colonial Marines. So, so far, so good. So way back in the day was a little old game called Shadow of Mordor, which outside of the fact that it had a license of Lord of the Rings would probably have faded into obscurity if it weren't for the fascinating little system that it called the Nemesis system, where it kept track of people you defeated and brought them back to be a nemesis that they kept showing up and sometimes more battle damaged. Interestingly enough, everybody said, Oh, they're all these games. You're going to use the nemesis system. This is going to be awesome. You like all the pundits and, and then no developers used it. No developers cribbed off of it or used similar to that until now. Grid Legends is coming out from Cold Met Codemasters and, of course, is from EA. And they're actually going to be using the Nemesis system for your races. Grid being a racing game that has rally racing and F1 racing and E1 racing and, and all these different types of racing. And they said the Nemesis system is going to bring back rivals. And when you race them, they'll even do things like bump you off the road. So should be interesting when that comes out. Kelly's on mute. Thank you. Netflix is going to have a live action um, Pokemon series. Uh, it's going to be kind of a rep. They're trying to replicate the 2019 Ryan Reynolds uh, Pokemon movie. Detective Pikachu uh, should look really cool. So actually, I actually watched that with you, Bruno. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we should, or Bruno's wife. Mm. Yeah. It was great because we watched it after having uh, bottomless mimosas. Uh, oh, I was, oh, I thought you were saying we should watch it with butter. Yeah. Uh, so the yeah. game is still in very early or not game. The the series still in very early development. So um, nobody, no, no cast has been, you know, commented on anything like that. Uh, so we'll see when in the, not even a, a start date. Hmm. We'll see. Mm, Sounds we'll cool. See. Should be good. I'm though. down for that. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. The last one was good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our next story actually comes from an article by PC Gamer, and it's with reference to uh, D&D characters going into the future. And it actually covers a really interesting point in a, in a broad way and in some way a lot of detail. But uh, effectively, they're it's discussing the future D&D characters kind of being based off of, and I'm talking about like staple D&D characters, like that you'll see returning through um, like future D&D officially released books. Um, coming and being created on Twitch live uh, by the people actively playing Dungeons and Dragons on Twitch as Brian shows us a stapler. Staple wow. D&D. Stapler. If only the fact that you had the red stapler what I thought you were cool, but uh, that's fine. Well, I mean, they didn't actually produce the red stapler. Well, until years after the movie. <clears throat> they still uh. produced it. As a gimmick, yes. So, uh, shocker of all shockers, Sony has sold 10 million PS5s. Uh, It is quite a number. uh, It's faster than they have sold any other console pretty much to date. Not too shocking, considering the gaming industry has been expanding. Uh, They do say that, you know, they're very... uh, very happy that uh, so many PS5s have reached households faster than any of other previous consoles. We still have a lot of work ahead of us as the demand PS5 continues to outstrip supply. No word here on scalpers. Uh, they don't seem <laughs> nope. to understand who is getting the most of their consoles first. But uh, yeah, there continues to be a chip shortage, which is going to reduce the amount of supply. Uh, and I suspect that, you know, we're going to continue to see this probably till near the end of 2022. Yeah, they don't talk about the scalpers. 
They're just happy they sold a bunch of stuff. All right. Uh, EV, the EA's VP of brand is saying that um, there is the term gamer is outdated. Um, there's the, the there's the con- she says the convergence of gaming and everything in culture means everyone is now a player. So nobody's and even people have been slowly not describing themselves as gamers. That was a quick one. Well, Sorry. you know, was, I've been a player since college. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I ain't had to have EA tell me set you up player. for that one. <laughs> right. Because that. Hmm. Like gamer was outdated when Don't Martin hate the, first hate the player, hate the game, right? Yeah, we're all In just nerds case. now. There you go. Don't hate yeah. the player, hate the gamer is what that VP said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, gamer was a marketing term. It was kind of outdated when it first came out. But mm. what I what I liked about it is that us, the gamers, kind of took over the term and made it our own. Yeah, and that's so true. Uh, I don't want to hear from a marketing person that I'm no longer a gamer. That's mm. just a bunch of bupkis. And and bupkis. like Mike said, <laughs> we're already players. At least oh those that have uh, been God. playing GTA I said 5. Me. Well, I mean, okay, so maybe I was my youth, but. <gasps> Back in the day. Before Back in we were day. married. So. PAX West is going to be happening around Labor Day. They're selling physical tickets. They're going out there. And this Kotaku article, uh, and I'll, I'll just read you what it says. It says, PAX West backtracks and adopts stricter COVID-19 policies. This is interesting. kind of think it's, uh, it, it, it's, an, it's an article title. It's meant to garner attention. It's meant to grab your attention. Not quite correct. They said from the beginning that they may change things as things develop. Mm. And let's be honest, they're not really the ones setting this. It's like the city says, hey, if you're going to have gatherings, we're going to have these regulations in place and or the convention center itself has say in this. Usually they're the ones that are like, "Uh, well, I mean, we've got to change this. That said, I totally understand the irritation that a lot of people have had. They're like, why didn't you tell us about this before? You know, we bought tickets. Well, again, they couldn't, but totally understandable for people going, Hey, does that mean for those of us that can't wear masks that we can get a refund? And that would, yeah, that makes sense. Yes. That, that should be allowed because normally these tickets aren't refundable. So that's pretty important. Uh, it, it is meant to be of course, that what, what they said for the stricter COVID-19 regulations or policies in this case is that you have to, to get access to the convention center, you have to either have show proof of vaccination or a recent negative test, like within three to five days. So mm. it's no joke. These are pretty strict. So I get why people are being getting upset. I understand it. And it's just unfortunately the nature of how it is right now. So, I mean, mm-hmm. we do what we can and we keep moving. And like, if we don't go this time, we go the time afterwards. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of companies that I'm seeing, especially with the Delta variant out there, mm-hmm. not to kind of mm-hmm. hijack the whole COVID thing. Cause we've, we've definitely, you, if, if you listen to us, you know how we feel. Um, but yeah, with that, I've heard a lot of companies actually, you know, kind of coming back out now saying like, we're requiring people to be vaccinated. Like we need proof or we need testing, uh, which before they said they weren't going to do that. Like, no, we don't care about that. And now it's kind of like, no, we're, we're going to do that. So, um, I particularly like the, uh, the, the hedge fund owner that doesn't believe in getting vaccination, but he requires all of his employees working in his office to get vaccinated. Yeah. He works from home. He's fine. All right. Well, on to, I believe, our final story, our final short of the night. Um, and it will be fairly short. It's um, about uh, some U.S. states deciding that they're going to start banning um, computers that have too high of power consumption, essentially. There are new regulations being put in place that um, when enforced, would make it so that the sale of 
um, computer components or pre-built computers that do not meet the power consumption standards imposed by that state will not be allowed. Um, essentially, as of right now, it seems like most parts, um, power supply-wise, fall within the constraints uh, that they're requesting, so they're efficient enough to um, function because the initial rollout is when they're idle, they have to only consume X amount of power. Um, however, it looks like if the article reads correctly and the information is correct, um, that this will eventually trickle on to the rest of the computer components. So certain um, computer components in conjunction with each other will have too much power draw and they would also not be allowed in those states if it actually went to that extent. But we all know how these things go. It takes a long time for everything to get finalized in the first place. So there it is. Maybe the future will be pathetic, weak computers or better efficiency in computer parts. Mm. I doubt either. <laughs> so this next uh, part is our emails, but I'm checking right now. We don't have any emails. Um, so, uh, with that, if you'd like to send us an email, you can send us one at goa at sassgaming We had a sound prepared for while he was looking for the emails, but we didn't have like a like a To be fair, that was actually the that was actually the music for the game section that I forgot to play during the game section, so I just threw it in there for emails. Yeah, that's fine. So, uh, again, if you want to send us an email, goa at sasgaming.com. We'll read it out loud. Tell us what you're playing. Tell us, you know, whatever. Send us pictures. I don't, I don't care. S- send us whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, or send us, actually, we do had, uh, we did have a photo recently, which I, if I was prepared, I'd show you. But uh, we had a, a group of friends who sent us a picture showing us that they were watching us uh, as, like, a live watch party at their house. So that was pretty neat. Uh, thanks t- to you guys. Uh, for checking that out. So if you guys want to do that too, feel free to send us a photo. We'll post it up on the, the show here. So uh, if you, so that is what got our attention this or week. Uh, if you are, yeah. or if we get to, uh, that is what got our attention. If you are interested in uh, checking us out live, we do this every Thursday on Twitch uh, where we broadcast the video portion of the podcast. Uh, and then uh, at nine o'clock on Thursdays, Typically, uh, sometimes there's scheduling issues and stuff. We move it out, but typically Thursday nights at nine, uh, we do take the video and put it up on YouTube afterwards. So if you're more of a YouTuber and want to just watch the video later on a playlist, feel free to do that as well. If you want to support us in more than just watching us somehow and want to subscribe to our Patreon, feel free to do that. We're on patreon.com slash sasgaming, uh, where you can find out all our clips. Uh, some of the perks you get there from the, the Patreon is you get to get the podcast ad-free, uh, you also get some uh, content uh, for our Discord. Uh, potentially, we're going to have some more, uh, you know, content directly for you guys, video-wise, uh, as, as it comes. Name in the credits, things like that. So, uh, feel free to do that. Check it out. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we got us this week. And uh, until next time, everybody, be safe. Be out there. Uh, Delta is gonna kick in everybody's butt right now. Uh, wear a mask uh, if you're in, uh, you know. If you're vaccinated or not, wear a mask and and try to get through this thing so we can get over it. So like COVID nineteen can like finally disappear in like somewhere in twenty twenty two. Yes, please get rid of it. Cool. You guys take care. Talk to you later. See ya. Peace.